The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-Shirt Designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Chris Rose has been with the NFL Network since 2012 and currently hosts NFL Game Day Prime every Sunday. But Chris is a renaissance man, and he also hosts BattleBots on the Discovery Channel, not to mention two of my favorite sports podcasts. It is time to talk about the Super Bowl and everything surrounding it with the NFL Network's Chris Rose. Chris, welcome back to the show. Hi, Jim. Just want to say right off the bat that I love your baseball podcast called the Chris Rose Rotation. Oh, it's thank fantastic. You. Really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Jim. Yeah, did you think in the when you started to do podcasting that you'd love it as much? Because I know it's it's kind of refreshing, isn't it, to have a long form uh, interview. I've always loved interviewing people. Um, I feel like it's one of the strengths I have is just getting to know people. And on so many shows, you can only spend seven, eight minutes. Right. How deep can you get? Where can you go? You know, to have something like this, it's really awesome. I'm just super excited. Uh, also great to see you and Mr. Floria back with BattleBots on the Discovery Channel. And you're back here in Las Vegas at the Caesars Entertainment Studios again? Yeah. I mean, that's our that's our home base, and yeah. in fact, here's one of the great things for your for your listeners is we have started we just started this weekend a live BattleBot show. So there is a there is now Destru- BattleBot Destructathon, where you can go watch a bunch of fights. You know, some of our most famous uh, robots are there, whether it's Witch Doctor or right. Hypershock. Um, you know, you can go see it. It's not the TV show. That'll be back hopefully at some point during the summer, and we'll always announce those on our social media channels. But more than that, it's um, you know it's a live show. It's a live Vegas show now. Yeah, and you're getting some of these designers. They're coming from all over the world, aren't they? The ones who have been on. Oh yeah, yeah. They they come from all over, and so that's the beauty. I think we had seven different countries represented in our field this year um, for BattleBots, which which by the way we're we're now a month into our seventh season. So you can you can watch it uh, every Thursday at eight o'clock on Discovery. If you get home a little early, you can turn it on at five o'clock Vegas time and still get it. And it's not like we're a month into the show and you're behind on character development and all that sort of stuff. That's not it at all. That's um, you know you can pick it up as the season goes along. I kind of I, I liken it to uh, the college basketball season. Yeah, each of the fifty robots is going to have four fights to prove to the selection committee that they're playoff worthy. And if you're good enough to make it to the field of 32, then that's perfect. It's great. We'll see you there. And at that point, it's win, you move on, lose, you go home. We fill out our own brackets, just like the NCAA field of 64, that whole bit. So it's, you know, we're, it, it's, it's just a blast. For people that haven't seen it, it's 250-pound robots going at it inside of a bulletproof yeah. glass tube and, they're fighting to the death. There's nothing better because no humans are getting hurt, and we still get to see stuff blown up. Uh, yeah, and the designers are, you know, a lot of them real engineers who have day jobs. I mean, you can tell, too, by the designs of these bots how, how incredible they are. Well, not only that, I'll take you one better. Most people, we know what they do for a living. There are a handful of bot builders that have government contracts, and they're not allowed to tell us what they do for a living. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, so you're like, 
you're like making stuff that we use overseas, like military. They're like, I didn't say that, Chris. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Right. Or Area 51, right? Yeah. I mean, right. (laughs) Who knows where we're going, but uh, they are super smart and um, they're engaging people and they're fun and they've opened it up just for a whole new generation. I, I love every aspect of it. You know, I'm in the sports world, right? And sports are easy to gravitate toward. What kid doesn't want to be a good athlete or be part of a team? Well, there are some kids that don't. And there are some kids that want to be competitive, but they want to be competitive in a different field. And I think that BattleBots has allowed kids to say, hey, robotics and engineering is cool. And we can still be just as competitive when we're building our robots as people that are scoring touchdowns. And I think that's awesome that we're giving kids another avenue to be able to express themselves and enjoy themselves. Chris, this has been quite an NFL season. I mean, first, Tamar Hamlin's cardiac arrest on the field. And thank God he is good. And uh, and it really, one thing it did was put the spotlight on this kid right in his charitable foundation work. Right. I thought, um, I think sometimes out of tragedy, or in this case, near tragedy, thankfully, uh, a lot of good can come. And, you know, I think based on what we see in the news sometimes, we feel like, where the hell is our world headed? I thought we saw the best out of who we are um, when that happened. Yep. I can't imagine what DeMar Hamlin felt like when he woke up and was told that his charitable endeavor at the time had more than $8 million in it. Exactly. His whole goal when he started it out was to get $100,000, I think. And for him to have woken up after losing a couple days of his life, you know, where he didn't know that this was all going on around him, and to see that the world came together in his honor, I can't imagine how that touched him the way that it did. I'll be honest with you. He's a kid who was a late-round pick a couple years ago by Buffalo, didn't have a lot of accolades coming out of Pitt. Yeah. And most people who even cover the sport probably didn't know who he was until he nearly passed away in front of our eyes. And so much good came out of this. I I just think his journey is going to be remarkable from here moving forward. Chris, uh, the Pro Bowl was just played here in Vegas on Sunday. A lot of people, you know, are you know, critical of the game because it's not what it used to be. Well, you know, because of the big contracts, nobody was hitting each other anyway during these games. So for me, it just kind of, especially living here, I could see how around the community, it was really a great opportunity to be more of an NFL fan fest. I I think it was actually a pretty cool thing. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, the, The game couldn't continue in the state that it was in the last few years. You know, uh, it had become two-hand touch pretty much with full uniforms. And nobody, I'm sure, was proud of it and enjoyed it. I think this is, I think they're going to continue to see what worked and what didn't work with it this weekend. I still think that these guys deserve to have the accolades of being a pro bowler, to work as hard as they did during the season and reward their families by just being together in a new city and a place like Las Vegas, which I love visiting. So it's, you know, I, I think we're still, they're pointing in the right direction. I think they'll continue to make tweets. Uh, and although I guess uh, a Cleveland Browns player actually dislocated a toe during, <laughs> during the game yes, that would be my, my Cleveland Browns um, <laughs> and our best player. But yeah, other than that, yeah. Well, the good news is he doesn't have to play for eight months. The bad news is I, he dislocated a toe, which sucks. And, As someone who's originally from Wisconsin, uh, I'm a Packer fan living in Vegas, and and the latest news is 
Aaron Rodgers is either coming here or he's going to play for the Jets. Devontae Adams would like him to come here now, even though he kind of split that scene himself. I, as a Packer fan, I'm ready for Rodgers to move on because I'm just sick of him holding everybody hostage over this thing the last couple of years. Yeah, I think this is as good a time as ever to to move on from him, probably for his sake and for the organization's sake. I mean, take a year to see what Jordan Love is all about. You know, maybe pick up his fifth-year option as well and uh, kind of go from there. So, yeah, I would expect him to move on. I really would, and and I understand your frustration with him. Um, it's a hard position to not show up for camp, to not be a leader of young guys. Um, you know, he's an interesting dude. He really is. He's amazingly talented. He's been one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch play. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, that this would be, you know, maybe it'd be re-energizing for him from the football front because – it does seem like the guy has a lot of interest, and I don't begrudge anybody that has interest outside of their job. Uh, it's a real grind to say I'm going to come back for another season when he's been doing it every year at this level since 2005. That is a long time. For sure. Now, um, but before I let you go, because we're running out of time right now, do you have a pick between the Eagles and Chiefs? I mean, Mahomes has that ankle sprain. He seems to be dealing with it. But what are your thoughts as we head into this big game? Yeah, so very quickly, I'll tell you this. One of my jobs is I, I call preseason games for the Cleveland Browns, and we had joint practices with the Eagles. When I saw them, I was like, wow, that team's going to win the NFC East. <laughs> I took it a step further on the first day of the season. On September 8th, I always tweet out, you know, during right before that Thursday night kick uh, where there's that standalone game, my Super Bowl prediction, and I'm usually way off. Well, this year I had the Bills, who obviously didn't make it, losing to the Philadelphia Eagles. I was just a big believer in what they were doing. I loved the pickup of A.J. Brown. I thought defensively they were going to get in your face, which they did. They led the league with 70 sacks during the regular season. And I think they're going to make life for Mahomes really challenging, particularly with a depleted receiver core that's very banged up. So uh, I'm just going to stick with the Eagles, but I think something like 28-24, I think yeah. it's going to be a really, really good game. Chris, you're always busy. you got BattleBots on Discovery, both your podcasts I love, and NFL Game Day Prime. Always a pleasure. Enjoyed this today, Chris. Thanks so much. Will do. Thank you for the time. Chris is one of those guys who has worked so hard over the years and gets to do so much fun stuff, hosting many different shows. Well, that finishes this episode of the Fake Show Podcast. I'm Jim Tofty. Thanks so much for stopping by. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.